From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And a slight correction to the introduction, we are not in our usual North Florida studio. Oh no, this week we begin the fabulous Florida tour, and this week we are doing shows from here in beautiful West Palm Beach, Florida beautiful part of South Florida. I've never had the opportunity to be here, but I am glad to be here. Uh, We're going to be doing uh, shows here, uh, the regular podcast, and also probably uh, some of the In Black and Right dailies for our Rumble page, but also on our numerous uh, social media platforms. We'll be doing live streams and taking a look at certain parts of the city, and it is just absolutely gorgeous here. Absolutely gorgeous. And, of course, it also happens to be the uh, city where a certain gentleman who wants to make America great again is. And I highly doubt I'll run into him, but who knows? Many things can happen. That is for certain. So, yes, and later on in the month, in two weeks, we're going to be taking the show again on the Fabulous Florida Tour to Tampa, St. Petersburg area, another beautiful part of the of Florida, right along the Gulf Coast. Looking forward to that in a couple of weeks, but this week, it's going to be all Palm Beach, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But let us get into this week's adventure in, well, today's adventure in podcasting and and throughout the week as well. But today, oh my goodness. Well, folks, it's happened again. Another bank failure. Another one. And as I'm looking here at the story at Just the News, headline, Federal regulators seize and sell First Republic Bank to J.P. Morgan in the second largest U.S. bank failure. The second largest. I mean, how many? I mean, we've already had Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, I forgot the name of the other bank, but we already have had that. And now we have another one. Now, the subheadline here of the story... First Republic had $229 billion in assets and approximately $103 billion, or actually closer to $104 billion, in deposits as of mid-April. How does it go from that to being seized by federal regulators and sold to J.P. Morgan? Anybody want to tell me? I mean, and yet, here we have Joe Biden, you know, yucking it up, throwing uh, comedic lines at the White House Correspondents' Dinner over the weekend, you know, and also in recent speeches, you know, trying to say that everything is wonderful and we're all right and we're strong. I'm just going, I was waiting for him to break out in that song from the Lego movie, Everything is Awesome. No. And if you really think it is awesome, 
I would strongly suggest either a mandatory drug test or a psych eval or both because you're nuts. We are a mess right now and anybody with any kind of brain power knows it, especially the hard-working Americans that are out there who've been struggling and fighting and scratching and clawing just to keep a roof over their heads, food on the table, uh, paying for their mortgages or their rent. Holy cow, and this man, Joe Biden, thinks that everything is awesome? That we're just fine? He's either completely detached from reality, which is probably the more reasonable uh, assumption here, but I don't know. We, we got problems, folks. We got problems. We have got humongous problems, and yet everything is fine, according to the world of Joe Biden and the mainstream media. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. And pff, speaking of mainstream media, we're, we are one week, exactly one week, into the Tucker Carlson saga. And Tucker seems to be fine. And many people in media, people like Megyn Kelly, who used to work for Fox and was one of their biggest stars at one point, uh, what she was talking about, you know, with Tucker Carlson. Now, some people in the Fox world are just off their rockers, frankly. I mean, one of them has got to be Brian Kilmeade. I'm sorry, Mr. Kilmeade, but... Fox is not as strong as ever. Even with the unceremonious boot you gave, well, actually, maybe not you, but Rupert Murdoch gave to Tucker Carlson. Now, I'm not worried about Tucker. No, Tucker will be fine. I mean, he's enjoying life down here in Florida. Uh, I mean, last week, there was uh, the picture of him and his wife driving, on a, driving a golf cart. And Tucker was smiling and laughing. Uh, he also did a video that in 24 hours got 66 million views. In 24 hours. Tucker is fine. Fox, however, is a mess. Its stock has been in a nosedive. You have Fox Nation, their streaming service, hemorrhaging uh, members because they're canceling like crazy and uh, now Fox will regret it they will regret it at some point I don't know if it's going to be right away but yeah they'll they'll figure out that they made a humongous mistake when they got rid of Tucker now where Tucker is going to land who knows and they're and Fox is going to do everything they possibly can to make his life as miserable as possible and to keep him quiet. That's the thing. Keeping him quiet because when he speaks, every time he speaks, as was proven just last week, people are listening. Just ordinary Americans are listening. I mean, I don't think it's good. This whole ouster of Tucker isn't going to help the rest of the Fox lineup. It's not going to help Sean Hannity, I don't think. Uh, I don't think it's going to be much help to Laura Ingram. Probably not even to Jesse Waters. But Fox, well, they shot themselves in the foot and the head and probably a few other places too. But anyway, we, 
but with but Tucker's going to be fine, folks. No matter where he ends up, that's the pretty good news. Well, on in other news, uh, we have House Speaker Kevin McCarthy currently in Israel, and he was asked to speak to the full Knesset, uh, the Israel, Israel's form of Congress. And so, yes, he was received. Uh, Speaker McCarthy was received rather well by uh, Net uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and the Israeli government, and even to the point where we know that Biden is not, I don't think he's going to invite Benjamin Netanyahu to the U.S., won't invite him to the White House, because his foolish, way-out, wackadoodle policies have done nothing for the Israeli people. Nothing. Ever since Netanyahu came back into power. Now all we need is to get Trump back in next year. Uh, but that's an entirely different story. So, anyway, it just drives me insane that, once again, this is what Obama did to Netanyahu when, he, when Obama was in office. He absolutely disrespected a sovereign head of state. I mean, it's a somewhat infamous story where Benjamin Netanyahu comes to the White House, he's not given the usual treatment that a head of state is given. Obama just leaves him hanging there and hanging there and hanging there in uh, the Oval Office for a meeting. And everybody knows, and since this is really Barack Obama's third term with Biden at the head, you know, we're, we're not... So long as Biden's in office, he is not... Israel is going to get the shaft. They got the shaft big time. And so, uh, Speaker McCarthy uh, has, pretty mu has made it quite public that if Joe Biden does not invite him to the U.S., Speaker McCarthy will and probably give him an opportunity, the same opportunity that, McCarthy, that he himself had, and McCarthy will call a joint session of Congress where Netanyahu's going to speak and probably drive all the Democrats in Congress completely off their freaking rockers. Because they are, there's so much anti-Semitism within the Democrat Party, but they're like, oh, no, 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 that's not right, that's not right. That's a lie. <clears throat> yeah, the, lie, the big lie in this case is that you don't have anti-Semites in the Democrat Party, or should I say the Democrat Party. You've got Hakeem Jeffries, the, the House Minority Leader. Uh, he's, he's connected with anti-Semitism. Of course, you've got the Squad, uh, a.k.a. the Squad, which is nothing more than a witch's coven. You've got Ilhan Omar, uh, Rashida Tlaib, uh, and their anti-Semitism, which they don't even really bother to try and hide anymore. So, yeah, it's just ridiculous. So, please, uh, Speaker McCarthy, uh, go ahead and invite... Uh, don't even wait for Biden. Biden is off in some fantasy world, especially right now since we've, we are still dealing with the debt ceiling. At least the Republicans put something out there. Now, of course, Biden's going to veto it, 
I mean, if it ever gets to him to the first place, because it's certain, I don't see it getting through the Senate. But still, okay. Thank you very much, Joe Biden, for being as clueless as ever. I mean, yeah, you might have gotten some cheap giggles at the cor- White House Correspondents' Dinner Saturday night, but uh, that was probably about the best day or evening that you've had without severely sticking your foot in your mouth and coming up with word salads with extra ranch. ay 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 But, that's, that's in and of itself. But something that really, just taking a look at this story. Now, according to the IRS, uh, according to this story, Blue states suffer largest population and tax revenue losses as red states see the largest gains. Hmm, wonder why. And apparently, the rich in in blue states like New York and Connecticut and New Jersey and California, they're getting the heck out. They are going to get out as fast as they can because they can afford to get out. Now, the folks who are stuck, the folks who are trapped in these blue states who can't, they can't get away, they can't afford it, they can't move, I mean, that's going to be, those are going to be the real victims because when all the quote-unquote rich don't pay their fair share, because at least when it comes to the state, whatever blue state they live in, oh yeah, that's going to be, oh, well, you know, and red states are thriving. Florida, great example. We've got people that are coming down here in droves. U-Haul can't seem to keep enough moving trucks uh, in places because the blue state folks are getting out. They are absolutely getting the heck out and they are getting out fast. And Florida is one of the biggest recipients of that. Texas as well, and other red states. Tennessee, uh, Georgia, South Carolina. Yeah, they're going down there. They're going to these places. I mean, Florida is probably one of the biggest draws because the state of Florida has no state income tax. That makes it incredibly attractive for the wealthy. And, hey, West Palm Beach, I mean, you can't get a more... Uh, a better example of the Florida rich, the super rich. They're coming here, they're buying houses, they're buying all kinds of things, they're, start, they're moving businesses here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and, and, and people wonder. Yeah, now, <laughs> I, I love this first part of this story. <laughs> and apparently the blue state governors like J.B. Pritzker of Illinois, Gruesome Gavin Newsom of California, and you can probably throw in Kathy uh, Hochul of New York, they are, they're ticked off because these wealthy folks, they're, they're slamming all the red state policies because their residents are heading to Republican-controlled states, again, like Florida. So, <laughs> it's, it, it's crazy. I mean, just got to read this. Um, IRS migration data released last week shows that California, 
lost more residents than any other state with a net loss of nearly 332,000 people and more than $29 billion in adjusted gross income in 2021. The state with the second largest population loss is New York, which saw a net loss of over 262,000 residents and growing and $24.5 billion in income. And more of that's coming. Illinois, meanwhile, suffered a net loss of 105,000 people in 2021 and $10.8 billion in income. This is not me. It's not Jerry Brooks. It's not in black and white. This is the IRS. They're the ones who are saying this. This proves, again, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that blue states and Democrat-run blue states are stupid. They are just loving this tax and spend, tax and spend, and people are saying, enough. They're voting with their feet and their U-Haul trucks. They're voting. They're saying, next, done, see ya, bye. And, I mean, even though states like Texas, Florida, uh, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and other Republican-run states that are doing all kinds of things that people absolutely love, people are moving. Businesses are moving because they, they like freedom. They like economic opportunity. They like public safety. They like good schools for their kids. These are things that are not red and blue, Republican or Democrat. This is American. It doesn't matter whether you're black, white, Hispanic, Asian. It does not matter. If you have a state that you have a great chance to have economic opportunity in spite of the stupidity of the Biden administration or regime, whichever you prefer, you're going to take it. I mean, that's what I did. I used to live in Washington. I lived in Nevada. I lived in Washington State. I lived in blue states. And even though it is a little tough in, in certain spots, I love Florida. I absolutely love Florida. I appreciate Governor DeSantis. I don't know why he's thinking about running for president, but that's not going to be exactly the best idea for him. That's for sure, especially uh, since the Florida legislature just finished its session. And now the resign to run bill passed. He signed it. So now, okay, he's free to go. He, if he wants to run, he's going to run. And all that money, that billionaire hedge fund anti-Trump money, especially coming from the Bushes, Jeb Bush in particular, oh yeah, it's just going to be a mess. Just... Be happy running Florida. 2028 is your time, Governor DeSantis, and I will support you when it does come time. But right now, it's Trump. It's his. It's his time. I mean, frankly, for every single poll I have seen throughout the country, in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, in Iowa, in Texas, in Georgia, and in Florida, I mean, 
doesn't it tell you something that Trump is doing better than Governor DeSantis and this is his home state? Uh, I don't know. So, uh, I mean, he can, Governor DeSantis can do whatever he likes. I can't stop him if he wants to run, but I don't think it's going to last all that long because, frankly, even though the primaries aren't for another year, uh, Trump's going to do what he needs to do. He's not, he's not resting on his laurels. As a matter of fact, uh, President Trump's office down here has announced that he is going to be doing another campaign rally very soon in Des Moines, Iowa. And he's hitting all the big ones. He did a pretty fantastic job in New Hampshire uh, last week in Manchester. Now he's going to Iowa. Um, I'm sure South Carolina is not too far in the future. So, hey, let's see what happens. I mean, I wish Governor DeSantis wouldn't, but it's his choice. And I'm just going to have to He's just going to have to deal with it. I mean, he's he's not doing particularly well with his own state's congressional delegation. Of the 20, 20 Republicans in Congress right now from the state of Florida, Trump has the endorsements of 11 of them. DeSantis only has one. That should tell you something. And I think it's indicative of the problem. I mean, these billionaire hedge fund guys who are kind of this dark money, this anti-Trump money that they're giving to DeSantis with the super PAC and everything, and DeSantis is going all, trotting all over the globe, you know, somehow thinking that he's looking presidential. Um, I mean, if he's doing something for the state of Florida, that's one thing. You know, trade missions and things like that. That's fine, but if he's doing it to try to somehow put forth the impression that he's some kind of uh, great foreign policy guy, I would say uh, he kind of failed because the optics looked really, really bad. I mean, he's globetrotting, and yet he's got business to do here in the state of Florida because he's got work. He still has work to do with Florida growing and all of the things that are making Florida so attractive for so many people to come, and they're still coming. But what can you do, folks? What can you do? Ay, 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 ay. But speaking of California and how and the fact that they've lost so many people, well, I can tell you exactly one more reason why California is stupid. Uh, excuse me. And this story beyond a shadow of a doubt, proves it. Now, a California school district, uh, California school district curriculum now includes how Americans appropriated Native American food. I'm like, what? Are you freaking serious? This, hap this story is out of Santa Ana, California. Now, the Santa Ana Unified school district and its board has voted to approve two new curricula, including lessons with such quote-unquote essential student questions as how has American culture appropriated the foods of Native Americans? 
The school will now feature Ethnic Studies World Geography and Ethnic Studies World Histories as courses this fall after the board approved the courses last week. Hey, RNC, ding dong, come on, Marana McDaniel, you got to take some of that power and that clout that you fought so dang hard for, put it into school board races. My gosh, this is stupid. This is one of the, uh, this is one of the big reasons why California is hemorrhaging people all over the place. Because their school districts are stupid, they're woke, and they want to continue on with this nonsensical idea of how uh, minorities have been oppressed by whites, cultural appropriation of this. I mean, I'm even looking at this paragraph of the story. Now, hang on to, the, hang on to your hands for this one. Any high school student can take the geography course, which will include concepts such as the four eyes of oppression, quote-unquote, ideological, institutional, internalized, and interpersonal forms of oppression. And this is what is supposed to pass as education? This is indoctrination. It's wokeness gone wild. And thank goodness, I, you know, I don't have any kids in the Santa Ana School District, but this is exactly why school board elections are incredibly important these days. And the mama bears and the papa bears and a lot of the parents' rights movement started right here in the state of Florida. This is why government schools suck. They just totally suck. And... Ugh, this is why this C with CRT, uh, alphabet ideology, and all that other crud, it needs to go the way of the dinosaur, and that's what's happened here. And the alphabet community is ticked off because we're not going to roll over and play dead and take kids and groom them and turn their skulls full of mush into and turn these kids into woke dis gender dysphoric social justice drones gag me Ugh. who knows what's going to go on with this but thank god you know that a lot of people are getting it and they're not putting up with it they're voting with their feet they're voting with their u-haul trucks and they're getting out of places like california but my friends uh it's day one of our fabulous Florida tour is finishing up here in West Palm Beach. Just wanted to simply say thank you for listening and check out in blackandright.net. We're adding, uh, we have added over the weekend an archives page. So you can go to the archives page and you can listen to past shows uh, from the month of April. Uh, we're just starting the process of building it, but it's going to get better. And every 30 days, we'll just Yep, we'll just switch it out, and come early June, you'll be able to listen to all the shows from the month of May. It's going to be fun. It's going to be work, but it's going to be a lot of fun, too. And other things and other improvements are coming to our uh, 
for our online presence and for our website, including our online store. Hey, go shopping, pick up a t-shirt, pick up some of our other merchandise in blackandright.net forward slash shop. And with that in mind, um, as always, you can uh, simply check out uh, our video version of the podcast. That will be in Black and Right Daily. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, we're going to be doing one uh, tomorrow, and that, we'll be releasing it that day. And so we're going to be doing a lot more from here in West Palm Beach. So please tell your friends, check us out. And also check out all of our other social media platforms where we'll be doing uh, live streams, we'll be posting, we'll be doing a whole lot of stuff. So for now, take care of yourselves, everybody. Have yourself a great week. More from here in West Palm Beach tomorrow. A lot more. So hang tight, everybody. Have fun. God bless. And remember, as always, Patriots come in all colors.